Internet hearers out there that's listening to the Lottie Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Lottie Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio for August 7, I'm Lottie Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Brenda Wright, the lightest Wright. Coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio, with fresh news on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show. This evening, we have a great show for you. We will be talking about what makes a real man and what makes men cheat. All right? And we are back, and the question for you today is, what makes a real man and what makes men cheat? We will duke it out. Men Women, if you have any comments or views on this topic for today's issue, please feel free to call in and speak up. This is not about men and women bashing, so come with clean intentions to have a carnival of a time, mature audiences only. If you are an expert on this subject, please simply call in at the call-in number at 347 884 That number again is 347-884-8684. We will be right back. Keep you here by my side, starting with the day. 
That number again is 8347-884-8684. Now, for next week on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be discussing what makes a real woman and what makes women cheat. And in the third segment, we will have the battle of the sexes. We will learn and get an understanding of how men and women and how to respect others. Do get the women. If you come to my work at Chupal Coffee, on this kind of subject, please call in and take call this number. Simply do that, you know. Um, all it takes is a call in if you've got something you've got to say. You can call the message number of 347 All right, all right. Had a little problem there. I know that probably 15 minutes some went past already. I'm sorry for this delay. Having a small problem with the Internet and everything that's around us. So, you know, I need to go back over and, and just, just go over the same thing that I went over before, which is, you know, the question for you today is what makes a real man and what makes men, okay, cheat? All right, and to let you know that next week on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be discussing what makes real women and what makes women cheat, all right? And in that third segment, when we come back the third week, we will have the battle of the sexes. We will learn to get an understanding about men and women and how to respect each other and our differences. We will be duking it out. So men, women, if you have any comments or views on this topic for today, okay, please feel free to call in and speak up, all right? And if you have, if there is, this is not about men and women bashing, so come with a clean intention to have a carnival of a time, mature audience only. And if you are an expert uh, on this subject, please simply call in at the call-in number at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. All right, and also if you just want to uh, uh, have a way to tell us about some controversial topics in which you would like to discuss on this show, come and join us right here on the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. You can call us at the call number for this particular um, um, subject on controversial issues. You call us in at 614-372-6103. And also you can contact us through email, which is wendyclarty at yahoo.com or wclarty at familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. All right. And uh, you can also contact Brenda Wright, which is a co-host. And her Yahoo email is lilfasttiny at yahoo.com. That is spelled L-I-L-F-A-S. T-I-N-Y at yahoo.com, all right? 
And you, you can come and join us right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be and the place to get heard. This is real talk for real people with real issues. We hope to hear from you uh, soon, okay? Hope that you come on to the show and give us what it is that you want to talk about, all right? So I'm going to go back over to uh, what makes up for real. There's a small poem here that talks about this gentleman that we are coming out of, www.mensup.org, okay? And he is talking about what he feels that makes up a real man. And as he said before here, before everything closed up on us, he says, it seems that the general image of a real man since the time came Floyd Abel is one who is easy to spot. He is the last one standing. Oh, um, let's, let's look at this poem here. That, that is, and this poem is written after he gives us a different view that came from a description he had read in, back in the late 70s. And it is what he thinks uh, makes a real man today. And he says, personally, he has worked since that time at becoming this man. He said he's only changed the deity to one that works for him. Use one or don't, whatever works for you. This was written by Star Hawk from the book The Spiral Dance. All right? Now, the small poem that he talks about says this. If a man had been created in spirit's image, he would be free to be wild without being cruel angry without being violent, sexual without being coercive, spiritual without being unset, and able to truly love. And he's recommending anyone to read this book called The Spiral Dance, and it's by Star Hawk, okay? Now, we're going to go down here, and um, he says, well, you know, on his, on his homepage, he is saying that he took it to the extent of what a real man can hold in his grasp. Here's how he sees a real man. Man's inherent nature is to be curious, gentle, intimate, responsible, enthusiastic, sensual, tolerant, courageous, honest, vulnerable, affectionate, proud, spiritual, committed, wild, nurturing, peaceful, helpful, intense, compassionate, happy, and fully and safely express all emotions. When will we stop training him to be otherwise? Okay? So then the other aspect of real men is by Oscar Pridget. All right? And he has real men in an acronym, as to say, and for each letter, on real men, he's showing what he thinks real men are, is. He says, R is for respectful to others. E, not afraid to show his emotions. A, equally affectionate and appreciative to his family. L, listens with intent to his wife and kids. M, well-mannered in all life settings. 
ease, earning his own way through life is paramount and in meekness. For him, everything has a place. And then here, Oscar Pritchett says in this poem called, I am a man. All right? And he says here, I am taught what I am. I live out what I am. I explore what I am. I cannot hide what I am. I am just fine as I am. I am as deep as creation. I am one with creation. I am a man. All right? Now, Jed Diamond from Inside Out, Becoming My Own Man, says there's three stages of a man. And he says this is a look at three types of men. Two are uninitiated, the heroic hyper-masculinity, and the feminized hypo-masculinity, and the initiated, authentic, integrated masculinity. And this is coming from Knights Without Armor, a practical guide for men in quest of masculine soul. And this is by... Aaron Kipnis, okay? So the first is, the first definition for heroic hyper-masculinity is uninitiated, okay? And he says, old male principles, physically hard, dominating, tough, soldier, killer, coercive, controlling, Lord and master and destructive, emotionally closed, numb, codependent, demanding, aggressive, cynical, sex partner, defensive, repressed, bastard. Then it goes on to say mentally compartmentalized, penetrating, analytical, splitting, linear, hierarchy, exploitive, rule and law, doctor. Then he says, lastly, spiritual, patriarchal, absolute, uninitiated, immobile, single self, divided, dogma, elusive, priest. Now, these are the defining definitions for heroic hypermasculinity. Now, the second uh, definition for feminized hypomasculinity, which is also uninitiated, he says this type is traditional male principles, physically soft, submissive, gentle, a pacifist, pliant, controlled, consort, immobile, emotional, emotionally unprotected, flooded, dependent, smothering, passive, naive, pleaser, wounded, contained, a nice guy. Then it goes on to say mentally merged, diffused, synthetic, joining, circular, anarchic, conservative, 
procedures, magical thinker. And lastly, he says, spiritually matriarchal, dualistic, seeker, in flight, selfless, disassociated, belief, inclusive, and guru. All right, now the third stage of man that Jed Diamond talks about is the authentic, integrated masculinity. And this one is initiated. Now, you heard the first two that talk about the uninitiated. Now you've got the third one is saying initiated. And this view is ancient slash new male principles. And it says physically flexible, capable, strong, warrior, hunter, firm, vigilant, husband slash partner, generative. Emotional, emotionally receptive, feeling interdependent, nurturing, assertive, fresh slash humorous, lover, deep feeling, wild slash playful, fierce, mentally electric, insightful, discriminating, holds paradox, polynomic, community, resourceful, personal ethics, healer. And lastly, it says, spiritually, polytheistic, paradoxical, initiated, grounded, braided self, embodied, direct experience, selective. And he is a mentor slash elder. Now, from the first two, which shows that there was a hyper and a hypo, a heroic man's masculinity and a feminized masculinity, both of these are uninitiated, which means if it's, if it's uninitiated, there is no going out to become it because it's not initiated. It already is what either type of masculinity at the time the man is. But once that man, from my perspective of reading this, to become an authentic integrated masculinity, integrated means bringing both hyper and hypo masculinity, heroic and feminized, together, and you are aware. And now you become, which is an initiated being of a man. And in that, that this Jed Diamond from inside out, becoming my own man, is stating that there are three stages of man. And I hope that you understood this because two of them are uninitiated. And the last one, this is when you become aware of what you are in both instances and then learn how to integrate them both and become one powerful man, which in the end you will become a mentor and an elder to help other men become this because you have knowledge of it and you are aware and conscientious of who you are and you want other men to know who they are too. Now, it's also saying there are four marks of a real man. What is a real man? What should be a simple question? But many young men today don't know the answer. Okay, and he says, listen to the poem 
One young man penned for Ralph Lewis in an article in the January-February 1999 issue of New Man. And this young man states in this poem, what is the man? Is he someone who is strong and tall or taught or is taught and talented as he plays his ball? Is he someone who is hardened and rough, who smokes and drinks and swears enough? Is he someone who chases women hard with a quest to conquer but never dropping his guard? Is he someone with a good business mind who gets ahead of the others with his nose to the grind? Or is he someone who tries his best, not really caring about any of the rest? What is a man? Does anyone know? Tell me, who is the prototype to whom shall I go? So here, Robert Lewis decided to lay out his four marks of a real man. His masculinity is based on faith, not flesh. In short, they are. A real man rejects passivity. A real man accepts responsibility. A real man leads courageously. A real man expects the greater reward. Each of these principles is further developed in the article, A Few Good Things About Men, all right? And it's contributed to Lou Owen. And he says, I don't know the source. I came upon it years ago. I first saw it under the name The Good Man Project. So under relationship, he's stating, or shall I say Lou Owens is stating, relationship men teach and learn from others. Men coach and encourage. Men compliment. Men are peacemakers and negotiators. Men mediate, arbitrate, and facilitate. Men comfort and nurture. Men enjoy solitude and companionship. Men are good friends. Men can keep confidence. Men are faithful, sincere, and decent. Men take pride in their achievements. Men try to make their community safe. Men are philanthropic and generous. Men are helpful, kind, and thoughtful. Men are compassionate and sympathetic. Men cheer up people when they are down. Men are tender and gentle. Men are loving. Men debate and discuss. Men like fair play. Men like joking with others. Men entertain others. Men protect and rescue others from harm. Men sacrifice themselves for their families. Men sacrifice their lives for the greater good. Men cooperate. Men are good parents. Men lead others. Men are patient. Men are honorable. Men are honest. Men create laws to protect others. Men are tolerant and accepting of others. Men are good listeners. Men counsel. Men work together in a crisis. Men respect themselves and others. 
Men value all life and appreciate nature. Now, for this discussion, we're talking about what makes a real man, all right? And the few uh, uh, the, the information that I have given so far is based upon uh, others that feel as though this is what a man is, okay? And it's good stuff because for women like ourselves, you know, sometimes if you have walked through life and you have met, met, met men and men that work in, you tend to think that word man is, is more of a darn burden rather than help. And like on that note, but there are good men. And sometimes we need to go and research and find out all that we can find out about men because there's more men than we have met as women. As we, as we were talking about earlier in relationships, the one-on-one handling, like, you know, we get in a rough spot and we got to know what it takes to either, either have compassion or, 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 because we've all had bad men in our life, and yeah, you know, it was even stated, you know, hey, on the talk radio show, they be men bashing, but this is a subject on how to clearly Bring up the man, and also for the men out there, if you're listening, you know, to give you a chance to speak up on what you think a real man is. I'm just reading out of the www.menstuff.org where I went to go do research, which is Brenda, which she does lots of the research and come with some very interesting uh, uh, subjects for us to bring to you. And I'm proud to know that there's somebody that's digging to want to know a truth, you know, other, other than the bad stuff about men. Give a good side of the man. And if you find that in your man or a man to come from listening to this show, hopefully we, you can decipher the difference between a man and a real man. And, and we hope that what we bring to you will be of, of any help for you to decide whether the man or the real man that you meet is worth your time and while, okay? So we're going to share this information over here to Brenda Wright, the lightest right, because she's got more information on this. And before we get to that, we're going to take another break for reflection, you know, on what we just got finished discussing here on this topic of real men, what makes a real man, and we'll be right back, okay, with more on real men. 
what they think too. So remember, I told you, men, women, if you're out there and you have some kind of comment or view, you know, please feel free to call in, you know, because you got something to say too. So we're going to start it by first introducing Eric. Now, this is a prominent man that is married with children, and, and he has a role to play as a real man. And I'm going to ask Eric, Eric, what do you think a real man is? Now, even though that you have heard us talk about, you know, real men on the article, but what is your take on what a real man is? What would you decipher a real man is? A real man is a person that loves, a real man is a person that loves his family, will do anything for her, stands up, speaks out for her, and um, a breadwinner, somebody that goes out and gets bread bringing it into the house. Mm-hmm. It's me. It's hard to describe because all men I agree with that, but from your take as being a man of experience, you know what I'm saying? What you know, I heard you what you said, and you said there's different takes on what makes a real man. And I know you got more in you. You know what I'm saying? Because the women need to know what is the characteristic. Another thing a real man is a person that he don't down as long as he don't try to beat on her mm-hmm. to make her understand. The real man, he takes it as it, as it comes. Mm-hmm. The hardship, yes. the pain, mm-hmm. he deals, he works it all out and speaks out on, on what he don't like and what he do like. You know what? And it says down here, too, that on a man, since you stand the action of a man, the actions of a man. It says here, men are decisive. Men get things done. Men are practical. Men are organizers. Men transform. Men like to fix things. Men motivate and inspire. Could you feel like that that would be, you know, what you are? That's more like you? All right, all right. I mean, because, you know, hey, can't nobody do it better than a man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Especially the man of another of another world in a marriage and with a family and stuff like that. How you should know. How long you've been in your marriage? Eighteen years. Wow, that is something to commend. I think I'm gonna give a hand clap on that one. I gotta give a hand clap on that one. You know what I'm saying? Because eighteen years is a long time. You know what I'm saying? To be, you know, in any relationship and not have a grasp on something at what a real man's supposed to be like. Now we're going to go over here to Tyrone Island Small, who have been in a marriage, been a single man, have children, and have taken care of kids. Island, what is your take on uh, what a real man is? And how would you define it based on your experience as being a man? Well, I think a real man is, in my definition of a real man, is a man 
is a person who never quits. Mm. Good, good stuff. A real man is a person who never quits. And as you were speaking, I wrote down three things. Mm-hmm. He never quits living. Mm-hmm. He never quits trying. Okay. And he never quits loving. Okay. Explain the first one. He never stops. What was the first one? Living. He never stops living. What do you mean by that? In order to live, you must learn. Mm-hmm. When you stop living, when you stop learning, you stop living. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. You were, you you started learning from the day you were conceived, the day you were given birth, mm-hmm. until the day you died. Okay. When a man stops learning, he is dead. Okay. Mentally, physically, spiritually. Okay. It's trying. When a man stops trying, mm-hmm. he is no use to himself. He is no use to his family. He is no use to his community. Okay. And last but not least, loving. Okay. When a man, first and foremost, stops loving himself, mm. you must love yourself. Right. In order to love anyone else, you must love everything about you. Flawed, good, and bad. Get leg, cross eye, bug teeth, whatever. <laughs> love yourself. Uh, amen. Everywhere. And women, that's for us too. Saggy oh, breath, goopy booty. <laughs> All right. Man boobs, don't matter. Love yourself for what you are. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then you can love everything and anything around you. Thank you, Island. Thank you, Eric, for your input. I'll be asking questions periodically as we go. So be on alert, all right, because I might come with a curve on something. And are your A-game ready now? So in other, way, in other words, Island, what you're saying, men, what, what's a few good things about men, and one of them is about thought, right? Men question and seek knowledge. Men search for meaning in their lives. Men are resourceful, adaptable, and and flexible. Men try to create order in a chaotic world. Men are wise and understanding. Men like to know how things work. Men invent and innovate. Men like intellectual games and rules. Men hypothesize. Listen, I'm in a tongue-tied situation, but hypothesize and solve problems. Men are analytical and strategic. Oops, excuse me, hypothesize. Uh, did I say that hypothesize? But it's hypothesize, okay? And men are philosophical. Men are planners and forward thinkers. Men reason logically. Men are smart. Men keep things in perspective. Men hope for a better world. Is that what you're talking about really in all in those three stages of, of information there on what was the first one? Living, trying, trying and loving. And loving. So it's living, trying, and loving. And so they are they are always in thought. All right? But that's a few good things about a man, all right? Now we're gonna make a shift. And we're going to come over here to Brenda Wright, the lightest right, because she's got some information also that will help to play in what makes a real man. All right? And so I'm getting ready to pull the carpet right on over here and let Brenda sit on it 
and make her declaration. Brenda, thank you for coming on to the Lardy Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show and being our co-host. Hey, give us what you found in your research on what makes a real man. Okay, what I basically want to share is a comment that was made on a blog, actually, which is a man's blog. Okay. I'm going to give you his blog because you can also look at it yourself and read comments for him as well. Mm-hmm. His blog is www.blog.joelx.com. Tell that. It's B-L-O-G dot J-O-E-L-X dot all right. Okay, now what what he wants to share is what he thinks the seven characteristics of a man is. Alright. Um his reason for doing this is if he then hopes wants to reach out and probably help others understand or or make up their own list mm-hmm. to try to get some understanding of what mm-hmm. a man to them should be. Okay. Okay. Okay, on um on his first characteristic he, he has listed on here as false. Oh, explain that. Did he explain yes, that? Yes, Okay, let's go. It says, a manly man is someone who will stand up for what he believes in. So that part, we all know, is it's agreeable. Oh, that's agreeable. All right, all right. All right. Okay. Now, his second one is utility. Mm. And this also goes with one that I can agree with, which is men need to be good as solving many standard problems that can come up in life. And then the third one is emotional, emotionally strong. It says feelings are not supposed to be logical, but there's, there's a point where they're, they're supposed to be where they're not too bad out of control, which is considered dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says a dangerous man is who rationalizes emotions. And it's, by the way, dangerous in this context is not the bad kind of dangerous, but the idiot kind of dangerous. Okay. That puts everybody in that not-so-good mood to want to probably be around you all like that or try to avoid you at some point. Okay. Okay. And um, number four is his intellect. The only thing worse is a dog man that is proud of being ignorant. It says um, his intellectual skills, at every opportunity, he should be able to want to uh, read, debate, or play challenging games and work because they always have to keep some kind of stimulation going with their mind. Right. Understood. Okay. And his fifth is sexual prowess. Mmm. <laughs> every woman. Can I hear a roar from the man? Roar. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman wants a man capable of satisfying her. Oh, yeah. Most men, after getting it comfortable with the relationship or with with their companions and whoever the choice is, they they don't they forget the little things, the the foreplay, the hugging, the holding, or just the soothing. Mm-hmm. So he, he talks about that. Okay. Now with uh, six. The sixth one and the seventh guest star. Oh, 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 we got a comment from Ivan. He talks about that. Can I, could you elaborate uh, to the part where he talks about that? Okay, because he talks about how, how you know, spend time talking to your woman, arouse her physically, mentally, and sexually. Thank you. 
okay? Now, six and seven is kind of like combined together because of his social ability. All right. And it's like most men, they talk, uh, they talk real well as being one-on-one, but if you're out with someone else or they in a different environment, they don't want to express or talk as much as they do when they're not around those people. Not a, not, not a whole lot of what it is. There are some that do. Well, you, it's very cute and yeah. fine. Them, them the cocky ones that do oh, the whole okay. Of. okay. <laughs> them the real cocky ones. Oh, okay. Okay, now, it, it is hard for many people to do that, but that is something that, that men, they do need to, to kind of work up on the social ability. Maybe it's the one that they have a shy woman or something like that. Someone has to stand up and speak out. But if you're some kind of shy woman, and then you want to talk a lot. Still get in, get in, where you fit in. Right, I mean, communicate, you know, we out socializing. Yeah. So basically, that's what I think anyway. I, I, I think that way too. I mean, because sometimes it is a point where I, I can be somewhere. I'm not, being a woman, I'm, I'm not a shy type woman. No. I mean, I'm going to say whatever is on my mind at that time, but I'm not going to be rude. I'm not a rude woman either. But if, if I'm with a man and he feels that I may be speaking too much or doing too much, it's, it's nice to know, you know, if he share that with me. So, in other words, that I don't keep doing it and, and take him out of his form. Right, 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 right. Well, and sometimes with us as women, we can be guilty of that. Oh, yeah. We yeah. got a lot to look for. Oh, yeah. We got program. a lot to learn. Yeah. <laughs> That's on the next segment for, oh, for yeah. the women, all right? What makes a real woman. So, so be fair. Out of those seven characteristics that I just basically shared from his site, it's, it's not much that a man needs to do in, in, in those forms that he he feels. But other men, uh, right, they are the basics, but other men have different basics than others. So basically what we want to do is here is to know what are all the other differences. We want to be the ones to compare and talk and right, discuss. Right, have an open mind right. on different aspects. So what this, after, after doing the men and and, and, and learning of what makes a real woman or what makes a woman, that would give us a better understanding of the opposite sex, mm-hmm. which later on after Wendy finished going over some more information on what makes a man, I can get back in touch with understanding the opposite sex on the little pointers. But first I think we should finish off with some more characteristics of a man and what makes a man. So for those, uh, it was one on here that I, I just read about, and I, I found it kind of, kind of interesting because it kind of puts me. I have a question. Okay. With um, all the things you read that makes a real man, how many, what percentage of the men in America that you have came across that fit that category as a, as a, of a real man? Well, I can't speak for, uh, are you asking that from Brenda, or are you just asking for it, us to just jump in where we're sitting? All right. Well, you know, I cannot speak for, you know, a percentage. I can only speak from um, experience on what I have endeavored in and, and being in relationships with men. 
And the things that I, I see here and what I have read, um, most of the men that I have dealt with does not have all of the characteristics that we're seeking in the articles that we have read. But however, it is good to seek out the knowledge on more on what man is capable of being in a relationship or being in a social relationship with people. Um, it's good to find out uh, more information to have a broader view on what I would like to see in my future, you know, man, husband, or friend, or whatever. Um, and I've only come across all the major um, 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 aspects on what makes a man is out of one. And, you know, and that's my fiancé. That's my first time ever seeing it, you know. And sometimes because you have not seen it in others, you tend to uh, think that, you know, wow, um, this is blowing my mind. Could this be real? You know, that there is a man that is out there that can fit the majority of the things that were listed and talked about uh, on this segment of what makes a real man. So I cannot give a, a percentage. I can only give, you know, my experience on what I have dealt with in my time of being, you know, in men's life to say that not all men have these characteristics. They are lacking based up off of the uh, hypo and, and uh, what's the other one that I say? Hypo, masculinity, and also the hyper, which those are your heroic and feminized masculinity, which are uninitiated, and they have not yet come into, into consciousness on the initiated, authentic, integrated masculinity. I've only got that out of my current fiancé that I can say that most of what I have read is in this particular man. So uh, with that, I'll turn it over to you, Brenda, and maybe you can give your insight of what the percentage you think, you know, uh, uh, on the subject that Island has talked about. I, I really can't give a percentage on that itself. Because I, after reading the seven characteristics of a man, I've, I've come to one that asked, since we have two men here, a, a couple of questions that kind of help me understand mm -hmm. more about mm -hmm. Which is uh, for earlier, because it's fine that that's one emotion, you know, just expressing emotions or being emotional, period. I'll answer that. Answer it. Answer it. Men have problems being emotional because we take emotion as being a weakness. And that's in most men's. So that, when you when you raising up and your dad got you out, First thing he tell you, don't show too much emotion for mm -hmm. the person to take it out of the week. Uh -huh. And so as you grow up, you can go and have it trapped in, and then you be when, when you get to the room, you're scared to show your emotion. Right. Because you think it might run away or you might get hurt by showing your emotion. Okay. Can I say that? It takes a true woman to be with a true man. It takes that real woman to get that man to break down, to be submissive partially, to give his 50 50, you know, and 
with humbleness, meekness. It can't be forced because we've been forced to be this way. We were forced mm-hmm. to be stern. We were forced to be hard. We were forced to in the street, in school, on the playground, in your job, you know, in life. And a lot of things we suppress and we want to cry sometimes. We want to let go sometimes. And yes, men do cry. But you can't we can't cry as often as you guys cry. Who are you women. guys? We're women. Oh, women. That's what separates us from. And y'all don't mind doing it. And we sure don't. We do. <laughs> and we really don't. <laughs> and then, what, okay, let me ask you something. Now, when you see a man crying, and a man, you see him cry more than once, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I wouldn't think that he was weak. No, I would think emotionally that there's something going on that he. If you got a son and you see your son keep crying, the first thing you're gonna say is "Toughen up, boy." I mean that that is kind of true there, and I think that's the wrong context that we should be using for children at that age. I think Susan kind of sets in with. Yes, hello. Well, as I was growing up, I was never told to toughen up because my dad wasn't in the house. I was raised by my mom. And she never said toughen up. She said, it's going to be all right. And if you know it's going to be all right, and that let me know it's all right to cry right now, brush it off, it's going to be all right. Same thing you tell your man, same thing you tell your woman. See, we must remain as children. As we grow up in this world, the Bible says we must have the mind of a child. That's right. And if we keep that in our mind as we grow up, because everything we, as we grow up, we are taught this. We are taught to be stern. We are taught to not to show your emotions when you fired on your job. You can't just throw a tantrum. No, you can't. You must maintain. So some things you learn over the years, from the heartbreak of being broken, your heart being broken by a woman, you must learn to <laughs> swallow it down. I ain't no punk. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, all right. I guess I guess that's the way it is because what I guess I'm listening to here is that depending on the household that you were brought up in is basically what all people know about uh, in order to go out into society and to um, and to express or to to act in a certain way when you're out in public versus the way that you are within your own household. And depending on the uh, raising that you have gotten from your mother or your father, okay, whether the father was in the home or the mother was always the one taking care of all the kids and there was no father in the home, basically it is a learned behavior uh, that has been taught to you since a child. And since uh, being a child, you you take on what all that applies to you, and you go out there into the world, and you and you and you exhibited this particular type of characteristic or behavior. And so, with that to say, is that it's very very important. And correct me if I'm wrong. It is very very important for women who are in the home, whether they have a, the father in the home or the father outside of the home, uh, to, not, uh, to not say, boy, you stop that, you know, you're a young man and you stop crying, 
you know, but to gently encourage that boy child that is going to be a man child in his later years to let him know that it's okay to cry, but everything is going to be all right. And this is the way that we should treat our men uh, based off of that, uh, off of that, uh, um, off of that training of what you've been taught. And that depends on what type of mother that we as women had growing up that's teaching us how to become women. Again, that's another subject once we get to that subject next week. However, we're wanting to know what makes a real man. And we are in that discussion to find out what can we do as women to understand real men that have problems or whatever the case may be. And to add to that, you know, we talk about the strength of a man, okay? That's a part of being a real man. And it says here, men are responsible. Men provide security and stability. Men are self-reliant and independent. Men can endure great pain. Men can restrain themselves. Men are calm in catastrophe. Men are resilient. Men are dependable and trustworthy. Men are courageous and heroic. Men stand up for what they believe. Men are solid, stoical, and firm. Men fight for a good cause. Men are disciplined. Men admit to their mistakes. Men work with danger, dirt, and discomfort. Men have stamina, drive, and determination. Men focus and concentrate. Men are hard workers. Men use their power for the good of others. And then lastly, it says physical, physically. Um, men are physically coordinated and agile. Men explore and discover. Men enjoy physical activity and games. Men like clowning around and having fun. Men take risks. Men like to hone their, their skills in competition. Men are physically strong. And so the last to add to that on my part until it's time for me to talk again is to say that men, there's nothing wrong with men being emotionally strapped when the time comes, because just like women, we're all human. We're human, and there is no weakness when it comes to emotions. We all have them, and we should be able to express them. And men should have that open door to be able to express themselves, because after all, you know, if they can express these feelings or emotions, that's what makes them more stronger to be more resilient and to be more reliable and more trustworthy. And so with that, I close my mouth and give it right on over here to to um, to my girl, Brenda, which she's got more on what makes the man. Then we're going to go back into uh, what what a real man is. Not what makes a real man, but what make, what the what a real man is, okay? So, Brenda, come on and uh, share some more on, on the subject. Well, as far as the subject, it's, it's going along, and I, I just want to kind of uh, connect right now. I hope that this information that's going out 
I'm not too much worried about the older men because basically what this is, what is going out right now, they already know. Mm-hmm. There's some younger men out there who may need to know this right. or to do some of this information and, and maybe think about the things that they are doing in their lives at mm-hmm. this point in time. Mm-hmm. So what I, I really just wanted to do is just kind of talk to the men that are here to trying to figure out how do men think. I mean, that men... A woman, a woman, if a woman's thinking about something, she lets it out. But when a man thinks about something, you know, we really have to go over over the bridge and under it to, to get it out of them to find out what's the problem. That's some people, and sometimes I found in my relationship it's over and under the bridge, and I'm more direct. So, you know, if you're the more direct person, be direct. And... As they filter in throughout the things they want to say, if a word catches your attention, stop on that word, explain what you're saying with that word. That way, the over the bridge will have a flow and a meaning to you as you see what they're saying. You know, you, sometimes you got to let them go, do it, explain it the way they explain it. We can't make them be us. We got to learn how to communicate their way, and they must learn our way. Right. Okay, well, well, since Tyrone, you seem to be doing a lot of the talking here. How do you feel about the uh, number five uh, characteristics of a man, which was the sexual prowl thing? Okay, now, as as in the beginning of a relationship with man and woman, you know, they do have that moment where they're more intimate and they're more, you know, holding hands or feeling, getting to really know more about each other. But then as time goes on, why does it stop for you men? Why do y'all stop for you men? Oh, more They want to tell you how pretty your eyes is, how beautiful your face, how you glow. But when when we do tell y'all that, y'all just brush it to the side like he ain't told y'all nothing. Or I don't want to be bothered. Well, stay tuned for the second segment on what makes a real woman. But until then, we want to understand the sexual prowess of a man. Did I give mine? Give your, give your voice on this. I am a cancer, a water child. I thrive on emotions. I thrive on emotions. And to say... Is most men, vice versa. When you know your partner, you know your partner is not ready, or you know your partner is not in the mood. Okay, so if we are fun dangling, having fun, and uh, we want to go straight to the point. We can sometimes we want to go straight to the point. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. So, baby, we're going to make this one quick. I owe you one. Or you make it quick and you owe him one. You know, me and my baby, we take turns. You know, it's like, this is for you, baby. Because I know you need to be relaxed. You need to be uh, settled. You know, and then sometimes it's for me. You know, and take it as it is. And then when you come, when you got that time to take your time, then you take your time. Mm-hmm. Tip a little, lick a little, kiss a little, whatever. Touch a little, and then you, that's when you enjoy yourself. And sometimes in your case, you might have to go to a hotel room, get away from the family, get a babysitter, 
get away where no one's rusty. We've got the time. We've got the pool, the firelight. Hmm. Interesting. Or the twinkle in the eye. Well, take them romantic walks down our riverfront. Well, you know, what what I was looking at, what Brenda was talking about, the characteristic of a man on number five as sexual prowess, where every woman wants a man capable of satisfying her. Don't be lazy. Don't be the lazy moron who hops on top with no foreplay. Spend time talking to your woman and arouse her physically, mentally, and sexually. Do the simple thing. Touch her arm, kiss her neck. Tell her how you feel. If you finish before she does, use your finger or your mouth to give her the same satisfaction you just had. Or be ready to go again in a short time. Make sex something that she looks forward to as much as you do. So, in other words, Island, when you talk about that, is basically, you know, being able to... uh, being able to be um, Flexible. flexible. Okay, uh, in other words, because sometimes, you know, you have the time to do those things, okay, and one must understand what events and time is taking place that cause, you know, sometimes you can't do all these things that this article is talking about, but it's good information, truly, all right? Also, that's like having sex. You can get behind your woman. You can love her back. You can massage mm-hmm. her shoulders. Yes, yes. mm-hmm. You can do the little things. Mm-hmm. Little things. You know that she has, she's been working hard, mm-hmm. and you, like, she on the computer or something, you come up behind her, and you just massage, stroke her a little right, bit. Right, right. That's right. Or you can do, or you know she needs her hair brushed or mm-hmm. something. You take mm-hmm. a brush, and you brush her hair. Right. It's a little thing. Okay, and that's good stuff right there, Eric. I like that. And I'm going to say this for the ladies. Don't be scared to uh, initiate. Come on, your man is not scared of you rubbing on his neck or kissing him on the back and saying, oh, baby, could I get a hug or something like that. Your man is not scared of you taking charge. Take okay. charge. Take charge. Okay. That now that 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 is yeah. yeah. oh, men like that stuff. Yeah, okay. That. Okay. Take well, when you went to it, bring the whip, candy cane, and all that. Okay. Well, like wait a minute now. Take charge. Okay. Well, wait a minute because see, we don't want to go too far in what makes a real woman. You know what I'm saying? We want to wait for that on the next segment. Right now, it's about y'all. That's it's about y'all. y'all. Okay, it is. It's, oh, wait a minute. He, they were saying that's what they like. So women out there, whoever that's listening, now you get to see what it is that men like. And these things what men This is Island, and I like to say this to all you ladies out there. And your man come home, he's tired, he's greasy, he got dirt all on him from digging holes, boots all hurting his feet all when he sit down there and start watching, drinking that, drinking that beer and watching TV, you go up there and jump in the shower. You doing something nice, tight, sexy. But what if you ain't got nothing nice, tight, sexy? Walk down there and say, my t-shirt and my panties on. My t-shirt and my panties? Okay. Or you can come out at the birthday. You can come out at the birthday, too. I guarantee you. Even if we got stretch marks. We love it all. We love it all. What's the matter, Daniel? No matter. Let your man know that you a woman. That's your woman. That's right. Let your man know that you a woman. Let your man know that you proud. You walk by him. 
walk by that TV and that beer and just switch a little too bad back then. I can't see star. Really good information right there for us women, whether we I don't care how fatty you is. Women, mm-hmm. No matter no matter how we think we feel about ourselves and we don't feel that at our sex sexy moments because you know we done let ourselves go a little bit, you know, and you know, we don't feel like that young thing that they be watching rolling down the street, you know what I'm saying, bouncing around. But that, you know, he's saying, the men are saying that that don't matter to them because, see, they ain't looking at all of that. They are looking at how confident you are in making your man feel like a real man. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay, I, I got it, I got it. So let's go into what a real man is. The real man is, let me see, a real man is, uh, there is a list of inputs on the attributes of a real man. And it says, a real man doesn't allow his son to be circumcised at all costs. Now, from my understanding, what circumcised is, is, you know, the operation done to Peter, you know, as a young, as a young lad. You know, and so I don't know exactly what that means, for, for, but we can look at another perspective to say uh, he doesn't allow his man, young man, to be circumcised at all costs, meaning that he don't want that young man to be stripped of the good things that can be inputted into that young man to become all that he needs to be and be the few and the chosen to be able to be a real man as he ought to be, okay? I thought that it could have meant the other. At all costs that he don't circumcise Peter, all right? So, I mean, we laugh about that one, but that's what I thought. But perhaps it's the other one. It's the other one that I spoke on. Another one is a man who gives back to his community what a real man is. is one that gives back to his community, meaning that just like all of us, you know, when we make it, you know, we got a little bit to give, give back to the community, whether it's in knowledge, wisdom, or with finances. Um, you don't, you want to pay attention to who you're giving it to because everybody don't need it, you know. But for those that come really in need and that are the needy and the, are the man's job, just like the women, is to give back, whether it's in knowledge whether it's in, 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 in some, some spending money or something, you know, because you never know who's watching you in the community and how you treat those in the community. And then the last one is being tall in height, intelligent, good-looking helps. So, you know, those are the things that are being said there. Then there's a series of questions here. That, that adds a question on which of the following makes the president most manly? Is it that what makes the president most manly is that he speaks softly and carries a big stick, a thorough grasp on big issues, ability to act as moral example to this country, ability to stare down commies and terrorists without blinking, has a way with the ladies, 
And the last two is refusing to answer because of your obvious liberal bias or refuse to answer because of your obvious conservative bias. Alright? So if I was to ask the question to the men that is here in this in this conversation, Eric, which one do you think that makes a president? And that would also put in that makes a man of his household most manly. Okay? He's president. Alright? Does it does it mean what makes him most manly is that he speaks softly and carries a big stick or have a thorough grasp on big issues? Yeah, uh, yeah a thorough grasp. On big issues? On, on issues, oh, no. big issues and things that need to be taken care of. Okay, the ability to act as moral examples to the country? No, they don't do that. Okay, uh, what about, you know, as you a man in your own household as the president? Do you speak softly? And carry a big stick, or do you, uh, a thorough, do you have a thorough grasp on big issues? Um, the ability to act as a moral example to the country, or ability to stare down commies and terrorists without blinking, or do you have a way with the ladies, or you ain't gonna answer because of obvious liberal bias and conservative bias? My big issues. Big issue. All right? And and Tyrone, Island, what do you think that makes a president most manly? That is the president of the United States, if you want to talk on that, or you as the president of your household. Which one do you think makes most manly? Speak softly and carry the big stick? A thorough grasp of big issues? The ability to act as moral example to the, to, to the community and to the country, uh, the ability to stare down commies and terrorists without blinking, uh, or you have a way with the ladies, or you refuse to answer because of obvious liberal bias and conservative. Which one or how many do you think that makes a president most manly? And that includes yourself as the head, which is the president of your household. First of all, I'm going to add one of my own. Mm. What makes a man, the head of the household or the president, he must first become a listener. Mm. If he can listen, open his heart and his mind, he can feel everything that's going on around him. He'll be able to absorb everything and then thoroughly handle the problem in the big situation. Okay. Secondly, I live by my moral example. Okay. I see others as I have them as I, as I see others as what as I treat others as I would, as I would like, like to be treated. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. But I uh, also do unto others as they do unto me. Uh-huh. Because some people only learn by example. Okay. And third, last but not least, I do have a way with the ladies. That's why my baby loves me. I don't know. Wow, I don't know. Sometimes I, sometime I get jealous because he has a way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I got to work on that. Let's talk about that issue when we get to the women on what makes a real woman, all right? You know, sometimes I can be wishy-washy in that area because I don't want you to have no way. But if it was my way, won't be no way. So, you know, that's, that's, that's most 
you know, in common. You know what I mean? But, you know, again, we'll talk about that when we get to the next segment next week. I hope to find y'all on the show, all right, you know, for next week on that. And we'll talk more and expound on the areas of what makes a woman a real woman. All right. Now, now, uh, let's see. We got, now we're, we're going to be short on this subject now. However, you know, we only got the two minutes left, and so we're going to take it right here with uh, Island to speak on, um, you know, his poem. And then we're going to come back next week with what all we got to talk about then, all right? So, Island, give us, give us, give us, give us, give us your poem. I want to tell you. I want to tell you, baby, that I love you so. I'm going to hold on tight with all my might. I'll never let you go. No, no, no. I'm going to hold on to you forever until my dying day. I know you do feel the same way, too. So please, don't push me away. At times, our love fades like the sun on a cloudy day. At times, it's so demanding like rain in the month of May. I know we have our faults at times, don't see eye to eye. Miss when we're not together. This is what it feels like when doves cry. I can't sleep. I'm talking and turning with visions of you in my head. Waking all alone. Where did we go wrong? Some things are better not said. Man, that's beautiful. Now, now you have heard from Ireland on reflections of verbal thoughts there. And that's to all of everyone that has listened to this show to say what you think about what makes a real man and the poem. So we're hoping that you will be on the show next week and that you will be able to uh, join us in on a discussion on what makes a real woman. Now, we're going to calculate on some of this what makes a man cheat, all right, you know, which that's a cute subject right there. So we're hoping that we can get this off for next week. We're going to try to make that a two-hour segment for you. So hopefully that you will join us. Thank you for coming on to the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show and listening. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Island. And for all that it's worth, keep your head up high, men, because we still need you. Talk to y'all later, next week, Saturday at 6 p.m. Have a good evening.